0: Whenever we go out to eat, for example, I don't bring my phone. Um, she doesn't either. I mean, we don't have kids. So maybe one day when we have kids, we'll bring our <laughs> phone. But, um, no, probably did not. That, yeah. right? <laughs> so we, we don't do the phone stuff at dinner. Um, when we're not working or during our kind of work hours, we won't talk about work. And then if I slip up, because she never slips up, she'll just be like, we're not talking about work right <laughs> now. Um, and then we actually work in different, different places in our home mm-hmm. office. We have two different separate rooms. Mm-hmm. So like our team um we're all on slack and like my wife and i are on slack yeah, right, so right, like right. i'm talking to her on slack and she's on Slack, and i'll send her a direct message but like creating sometimes that like space division wasn't always that way but creating that uh it's helpful because i have to work there it's like you both come home you know <laughs> yeah, so that's nice. that's good
1: that's so good. do you both now leave work and meet in the kitchen <laughs> <laughs> how was your day, day your view was. Yeah. <laughs> this is the wp elevation podcast helping WordPress consultants elevate. Hey, this episode of the WP Elevation podcast is brought to you by WP Elevation. Well, more specifically, it's brought to you by a bunch of our happy customers. See, frankly, I feel a little bit awkward telling you how great WP Elevation is because you're probably not going to believe me because WP Elevation is my baby. It's something that we started over three years ago. Of course, now we're a team of, of, of coaches and mentors and we have hundreds and by the time you're listening to this probably thousands of members all over the world but it still really is something that I'm very passionate about and and of course if you join WP Elevation we make revenue and we make profit so it's a little bit awkward if I tell you how great it is because you probably think I'm just trying to sell you on it and partially I am because I know how beneficial the program is so what I'd love to do instead is just introduce you to some of our customers so if you go to wpelevation.com slash the podcast or one word you'll be able to hear some of those stories from our customers and hear for yourself how WP Elevation has impacted their business and changed their lives. I hope you enjoy that and I hope you check it out at some point. Right now, let's get back to the podcast. G'day folks, Troy Dean here from WP Elevation and Rockstar Empires and I'm very pleased to have with me Christina Romero and Justin Ferriman. Hey dude, how are you? Good, how are you? Good, how are you, Good, how are you Christina? I'm doing well. Thanks <laughs> <laughs> so Justin. Justin is here from LearnDash, which is the fabulous learning management system that we use here to power our WP Elevation and Rockstar Empires websites. Uh, and uh, we thought we'd, and it's also the day before WordCamp US, which is kind of a big deal in the WordPress space. So we thought it'd be fun to get you in and ask you some questions. Absolutely. Thank you for joining us. We know that you're not well, so good on you for putting on a brave <laughs> yeah. face and being you. here. Yep, it's a pleasure to be here. Um, now, for those that don't know, I have had you on the podcast before. We've yes. done quite a few video calls before. I met you in Chicago a few years ago. For those that don't know, what's your background and how did you end up in the learning management system plugin space in WordPress?
0: Sure. Uh, before getting into WordPress and uh, doing what I do now, I was a consultant setting up e-learning programs and learning management systems at Fortune 500 companies. And actually, you know, WordPress had always been a hobby at the time. And it's funny. I was working on a project, and we were talking about what LMS are we going to choose, uh, learning management system, <coughs> and. I was going over some of the options. Somebody mentioned open source, and a popular one is Moodle. It's an open source uh, LMS. So I just kind of thought, I wonder if there's a run for WordPress. So later that evening at the hotel, uh, when I was done with work, I was looking through, looking at the plugin repository, and there was nothing. So uh, at that time, I was like, yeah, that's kind of a cool idea. I set up a blog and just started writing about the concept and uh, put it in a little email form where people could sign up to learn more. And I'd write about WordPress, learning management, then also just e-learning, and, you know, it's a passion of mine. And uh, there was a lot of interest, so I was talking to my wife, who co-founded with me, and uh, we were like, we should do this, we should give it a shot. And so we started to go through the process, you're about to be attacked. Oh, <laughs> there you go.
1: Rolling. Yeah, so we started going through
0: the process of getting it developed. Uh, I don't develop, I don't know how to code or anything, neither does my wife. So um, we started uh, We started that process interviewing firms and people that could do that for us. And uh, about 10 months later, after doing some market research and uh, assessing if there was something we wanted to do, we pulled the trigger and that January, of that following year, we we launched and uh, I stayed, I was doing both my consulting career and LearnDash for four four months uh, until uh, I had to just make a, a choice at that point. I was, I was going to be discovered probably <laughs> at some point, but I, then I was working these two things because I'd be working all day, you know, consulting uh, 10 hours sometimes, and then go back to the hotel room and just work on Learn LearnDash. So uh, that was uh, 2013, and uh, I left my consulting career in 2013 and haven't I haven't looked back. Awesome. It's been
1: great. You, did you ever sell LearnDash to some of those Fortune 500 clients? No,
0: no. Uh, it's funny. I remember that first year, uh, I got an email from UPS, and they were like, hey, what's this LearnDash? Can you tell us more? And I was like, I was like don't, don't worry. Don't buy it. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't mature enough at that point to be an enterprise learning management system for a huge company like uh, UPS, and I, I knew that. So um, yeah, so no. They I asked the question not knowing that this was your product. Yeah, well, they, they had found me, I think, or oh, I a representative see. is doing research, much like I was probably doing yes, back right. in the, uh, when I was consulting, I'd send an email. So, uh, no, I,
1: I haven't actively tried to sell it to them, but, uh, you know, maybe, maybe one day. <laughs> how did you get through 10 months of market research? Like, I can't get through 10 oh, minutes you. of market <laughs> research before I pull the trigger yeah. on something. How did, how did you play the long game? Yeah, it, in the beginning, it's probably like an insecurity
0: thing. Uh, You don't know if the idea is good, so you keep going back and looking and looking and trying to revalidate and revalidate. So starting off with the simplest way that we all market research, we just Google, you know, just like WordPress LMS, nothing came up. Uh, So I was like, well, that could be good or bad. (laughs) And, uh, you know, so then I started writing about the concept. And when people were saying, oh, this is cool, um, or I see some people sign up uh, on our email list, I was like, oh, okay, well, then something's resonating. Um, And then once, it was funny, during that year, during that time that I started the website uh, to get the project going, and uh, at the, first, in the beginning it was called WPLMS.org, it was, was a site, and I was like, I have a better name than that. And then, um, for a little tip, if you can't pass the radio test, scrap the name. So I was thinking, like, if this were on the radio, how would I, you know, if they are like, go to WPLMS.org.com, you know, like, was, so I tried to make it as easy as possible in that yeah, uh, learned dash just kind of came to my eyes like a learning dashboard. Um, was there any hesitation yeah. with not being a coder? Was there any moments that you kind of self, you doubted you know, getting into the plug space with not really <clears throat> being a coder? Um, not entirely, because when I was doing my consulting, uh, I worked, I was kind of a go-between. I was creating e-learning for very technical things. So I'd have to go to the people that were developing these technical things in my company and take what they were saying and translate it for people, for the end user, mm. so I already was used to having those conversations and creating you know wireframes and all that stuff. Um, so I just kind of viewed it as the same. I was just trying to find you know you know that firm or person that, that was going to be uh, at the time. So that was part of the market research was like who's going to build it? Is there competition? And competition did come mm. actually uh, scary competition. Pretty quickly too. Yeah, yeah. before we had even launched. Um, and I'm sure many of you are familiar with WooThemes. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we even launched, it was in the fall, and we just started building it out. And WooThemes said, oh, they're going to create a theme that was like a learning management theme. I was like, okay, that's kind of some overlap, but not a big deal. And then they came out like a month later, and they're like, we're changing it to a plugin. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no. I mean, at first, when you first see that like the biggest name in the industry is coming out with uh, a competing product, it's scary. But... It's also validating. Yeah, so yeah. at the same time, I was like, "Well, they're doing it, then it's got to be good." Yeah. Um, yeah. We actually we, we launched about a week apart. They uh, they they wow. got the market first uh, naturally because they're yeah they had the resources. But um, we came out a week later.
1: You don't. Is there a free version in the? in the repo or is it just, you just buy the premium version from your website? Just
0: premium. Uh, That was out of necessity. I was consulting. I didn't have time to support free
1: users. Yeah, of course.
0: Uh, It was just, you know, if you want want this product, you can buy it. It's kind of old school, but it works for us and uh, I know there's the freemium spaces, it works for a lot of people and I know there's a science behind it and I just didn't have the time to learn it. Mm -hmm. So I have a question for you because it's one thing that I love about LearnDash that you don't get even with a lot of these Learning systems that you pay for is the gamification element that you can do with LearnDash. So you can mm-hmm. integrate with other third parties
1: to create the gamification. Did that play in at all? Because, I mean, you were consulting, so you kind of knew a lot of e learning strategies. Did that come up? It's part yeah. of the roadmap?
0: It didn't initially. Um, so it, it came about a little bit later. I did know from when we were setting up our e learning programs, and we weren't doing any fun courses like the stuff like Rockstar, <laughs> Empires, anything. We were doing you know, like compliance training, <laughs> new new protocol, and so a lot of these employees didn't even want to take the training we were creating. So you had to figure out ways to encourage people along, and we would do it in small ways, like with quizzes or checkpoints or uh, things like that. And they get like a little certificate. Some people put it in their cubicle or something. But um, you know, that that was part of. It. And then the gamification industry evolved, uh, evolved with the LMS industry. So they they had cooler things like badges I can fly on the screen and, and points and sound effects and stuff. So when that was kind of evolving, I was just my fingers always on the pulse of the industry. So I thought, you know, we should get this in. We need to get this in. And we were actually the first WordPress LMS plugin to get to get it in. Um, and you know, certainly everybody has gamification now, but at the time it was kind of educating people what this is and why
1: it's good. Mm-hmm. And you made a decision to uh, be able to integrate with a lot of other third party apps like Badge OS and yeah. uh, Memberium and why not just build all those into your product rather than integrating the third-party apps? Was that a strategic decision to try and tap into their audiences as well to grow your user base?
0: Yeah, um, certainly the tap into their audience would benefit us, uh, but more I was thinking along the lines of just sticking with what I'm good at. Right. Um, you know, the jack of all trades is seldom the master at one. You know, slogan that's thrown around way too much, but it resonates yeah. with me. So e-learning is my thing. Learning management courses. Um, if somebody's creating a really kick-by gamification uh, like Badge OS yeah. and they integrate with Credly or, or Mozilla yeah. Open Badges that people can then take in their digital backpack on LinkedIn or wherever, uh, let them do that and then we'll just tap into it. It's kind of like the, the whole concept of Zapier, you know, where you can yeah. uh, you know, tap into all those apps just by going through
1: their you know, like yeah, API. yeah. Um, what's the one? What's the biggest challenge you've had in the last what three and a half years now? It's been going. What's the What's the biggest pain in the ass thing that's happened? <laughs> oh, biggest, just, come one. Come just, come one. just one. Just one. Wow. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Coming here with the flu. Yeah, I had this guy yeah. named Troy Dean. <laughs> <laughs> yes. uh, drag me He was up my support. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is true, actually. That's how we first met, actually, was in our in the support forums. I, I didn't know who Troy was at the time, and, and he Troy. asked a question in the forums, and I was in there, and I responded. And you know, it was a little back and forth, and I just didn't think, didn't think twice about it. And then Troy came back and said, like, hey, we took what you told us, and we had one of our developers, like, tweak something the code, and he donated it back. And I was like, oh, cool. So we took that and tweaked it. In our own way, but uh, that's how it all started. Because
1: we—that's right. Because it, it, initially there was a button to, yeah. so you yeah, could have yeah, a yeah. button to buy a course, but it was only available on the course page. And I wanted to use that button on a sales page. I wanted to build my own sales page, right? So, so we built it. We basically built a plugin for LearnDash, which allowed you to take that and turn it into a short code, yep. which you can then use on any page on your website, which would give them access to that course if they bought it. Yeah. And I was, like, and it was the first time we'd contributed anything back to another company, right, because I'd seen this happening all the time, I'm like, and I, I just felt so good that we'd solved the problem, and I fe- also felt so good that the, the founder of the company had been in the support forum supporting me, I'm like, you know what, I'm going to give this back to this guy, because I actually feel really good that he supported me, and that was the start of our, yeah. our relationship. And here I am. Relationship. <laughs> 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 uh, but th- To answer your
0: question, um, you know, I think, does it have to be specific on the product or just no. running a business in Yeah, no, Sure. The first year was extremely hard, especially when I made the jump, uh, uh, disconnecting from, from work. And I think, mm. I actually think like I became, at, during 2013, maybe less creative. Um, and the reason I say that is because the, the brain's a muscle, mm. right, so if, you, if you're working out, like an athlete, if they're training for a, a game or an event, they can't train, 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 and then go to the game and, and perform at their mm. optimum level. They have to have a rest time. Mm. Um, I think I was just so amped up, I was like, all right, this has to work. I don't want to go back to the consulting world. But that was a huge challenge, um, separating work and life. Uh, from a business standpoint, uh, you know, I think there's challenges. Sometimes I think we all come across people that, you know, they're having a bad day. And when software doesn't work, it's so frustrating. I know it happens to me too. So when people come, out and say like you need to fix this ASAP or get on the phone with me as soon as possible or I'm gonna go on Twitter and tell everybody how mm-hmm. terrible you and mm-hmm. or your company is and when they say your company it, sound, it feels like you because yeah. that's so personal. Um you know those it makes them for some hard days or hard conversations and mm-hmm. um and just just take a step back and try your best to be diplomatic and I'd say ninety nine percent of the time it works. Uh there is that one percent that can't be saved though. Yeah. And uh it's just Yeah. What are you going to do? Yeah.
1: Do you find a shift in lifestyle since you were doing the client work, the consulting work, the one on one, and then shifting to this sort of productizing with recurring revenue?
0: Yeah, I love products. (laughs) (laughs) Before, obviously, my time, um, everything was attributed to my time. And uh, products are what's great about products is like you can do the smallest thing and not even know it's going to have an impact on your bottom line. And suddenly it just takes off like a wildfire, and you're like, well, I didn't know that, so I'll give an example. We had LearnDash in 2013, we just had LearnDash, just had LearnDash, da 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 da, and we're like, you know, we should add like a reporting functionality, a little bit more advanced reporting, or we're talking, uh, my wife and I were talking, like we should get some more reporting, what kind of reports we wanna build in, and we already had some, and we're like, well let's, why don't we make it like a more advanced reporting and make it an upsell or something, so if somebody wants that, you know, they can have Learn dash and have a lot of the reports, but they want some more advanced reporting, then they can get this. And I think the difference, I think it was like $30, or at the time it was $20, something like that. I think I might have even pre-sold it for $10, like, uh, going back I probably wouldn't have done that now. But uh, we, we, we say, oh, limited time, you know, and just like, all of a sudden, like, wildfire just started picking up. and. Uh, you know, like in the product space, in the service space, you can't really do that as much. But yeah. in the product space is like we had this idea, we put it in there, and now, you know, we have these three tiers of pricing, and um, there's a reason for that. Like, you see, so many companies do that. They're always trying to get you to go to that middle tier. Um, and you know, if we didn't have, if we didn't have the reporting or the licensing um, aspects to differentiate those tiers, then uh, we probably wouldn't. You know, the, our our revenues would be more down at the lower tier, but they're not. There are people go for the. Middle
1: the
0: middle tier Yeah, yeah, we've we'll been
1: talking about the middle tier a fair bit today. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I just want to actually take. This I swear I do not know that. <laughs> I just want to take this opportunity to thank you for everything you've done with LearnDash because we were about to relaunch WP Elevation last year. We closed the doors in our membership site and we were repackaging it up as a course. And we were trying to work out how to take it to the next level. And so we closed the doors and we had like two months to build a solution. And, like, literally the the week after we shut the doors, I discovered the social learner for LearnDash um, theme theme. through through the guys at Buddy Boss. And I sent it to my business partner. I said, This is it. This is what we have to build this on. We relaunched WP Elevation in September. It completely changed our business and it changed the community. And these guys will attest to that. And then we launched Rockstar Empires in June uh, this year. Which is nuts. I know. Which is nuts. I feel no, like no. I've been doing this I for years. Do. <laughs> like it's just, it's crazy. It's been and they're fun. both built on that social <laughs> learner for LearnDash yes. theme Russia, LearnDash like the <laughs> yeah. learn theme mm. with learn at the core. Yeah. And we've got WP elevation consultants <laughs> in Rockstar Empire now learning how to build Rockstar Empire style courses for okay. the clients. So okay. man, your work and your team's work has had a profound impact on our business and on my life. So oh, thank you very much for thank that, man. Okay. Yeah. I'm happy. that played a small part. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Big part. I do want to take some questions from our audience. Yeah.
0: He did mention working with his wife. Oh yes. yes I'm yeah. yeah. um, just curious. I mean, how, how, how does how does that work? How does that go? Uh, it was hard at first. <laughs> um, it was. I was always gone. I was gone four or five days a week with consulting, and then when that when that changed, I was home all the time. And she was in grad school at the time, and then so we were like, well, do you look for a job or do you just? Do you want to just start doing LearnDash, or how about you do LearnDash? We'll do some support stuff. You can look and see if you want to get into it. And so she was like, "Oh, I'll just you know I'll just start with LearnDash. I'll look. yeah I'll, I'll look for a job that you know, never happened. She stuck <laughs> with stuck with LearnDash and so happy she did because she's like, whenever I come up with ideas or something, uh, she's the filter. Mm. Um, I'm kind of one of those people that like I just throw stuff out there and mm. then she can be like. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh but it was it's difficult at first and um i think part of that my challenges i was talking about in the first year of never being able to turn off um if you work with a significant other uh, that's that's very important um if you're all work all the time there's not much else what are your rules what are your
1: rules rules rules
0: um well now whenever whenever we go out to eat for example i don't bring my phone um she doesn't either. I mean, we don't have kids. So maybe one day when we have kids, we'll bring our <laughs> phone. But, um, no, probably could not be yeah. <laughs> So we, we don't do the phone stuff at dinner. Um, when we're not working or during our kind of work hours, we won't talk about work. And then if I slip up, because she never slips up, she'll just be like, we're not talking about work right now. <laughs> um, and then we actually work in different, different places in our home office. We have two different separate rooms. Awesome. So like our team, um, we're all on Slack and they're like, my wife and I are on Slack, yeah, right, so right, like it, when it, I'm it, talking to her on Slack and she's on Slack and I'll send her a direct message, but like creating sometimes that like space division, wasn't always that way, but creating that, uh, it's awful because I
1: have to work there, it's like you both come home, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so that's yeah. nice. That's good. That's so good. do you both now leave work and meet in the kitchen? <laughs> 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 How was your day, well, dog? You was, woo! Yeah. <laughs> uh, we've got a question here from Jason Resnick. Any plans for more detailed reporting? You know, not anything specifically. So
0: when we did, we just launched ProPanels, that reporting add-on or that little add-on I mentioned before. Uh, We just released 2.0 of that not too long ago. And part of that was, and and then LearnDash was restructuring the database and stuff to see what custom, make it easier to make custom reports. And the idea was kind of like, all right, we're gonna make it easier for people to make custom reports because actually we've been told in the past by developers, like, hey, I created this cool little report. Uh, but we didn't get as much of it because at the time it wasn't as easy to do. Um, so part of it now is, now that we got that out, it's like, okay, let's see what people are doing with the data, what are they're requesting. Um, we do keep our finger on the pulse for for um, data around you know quizzes, what people want um, in there. We've added some extra uh, reporting that I actually neglected to mention in some of the announcements, but we are keeping, not track on, we do have a timer on the quiz, for example, but we have we're keeping track of time on course, so you can get that data, see how long individual users are on a course, or how long it takes them to complete it, which is great for certifications, uh, especially at like state agency levels and need that kind of stuff. So, um, reporting is always an interesting game, like data and reporting, because like what matters always changes. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we try to keep up with that the best we can. But if you have ideas. Just send them our way because we 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 save that stuff and we don't put lip service when we say like oh thanks for the idea we we're like oh this is good Boom, we have a folder and we put it in there we bounce it in our Slack group to get media feedback from our team so.
1: Any ideas for building custom reports?
0: There's um, there's a few tools on, I forget it, uh gosh I forget the name of it but. Um, if you circle back with me, perhaps I can. I'll remember the name, or I'll, I'll look it up online. But there's so it is yes. The short answer is building, get, capturing more data and putting into like the report exports that currently exist. And that probably be the easier thing. But there's also uh, different like applications that uh, you can take the data and put it into like this really cool uh, dashboard outside of WordPress, um, which is something we're kind of thinking on with the REST API anyhow. But. <clears throat>
1: What are some of the challenges with scaling support?
0: Um, if you don't set expectations, and I think you were talking about some of that in your restaurant, then it, you put yourself in the, into a, a weird situation. So in the very beginning, like we just had, like I had like a generic thing about, um, you know, not the, not the privacy policy, but the, the, the terms or whatever, terms and conditions. Mm-hmm. Um, my advice is be as strict as possible on those because then you're always over-delivering. Uh, we we do a lot for our customers but it, you know like if somebody has these crazy server issues um, it's kind of out of our hands but we will try but have a fallback on that and then have multiple points of contact so like we started with we started with tickets only and then we went to forum only and now we have both um, we used to then guide people more towards the forum and still have the help desk now we're switching it and guiding them more towards the help desk but have the forum so it's constantly evolving theme as like you get more um, Support requests coming in. Uh, you know, forms are cool because people donate suggestions and, and ideas, uh, but they are also incredibly hard to know how well you're doing because um, there's no real cool metrics things. We had to build our own custom plugins for BB Press to be able to uh, like treat posts as tickets and send them away. but you don't get all that data like you would in Help Scout or something like that. Yeah.
1: Did WooThemes release Sensei in competition to LearnDash?
0: I'm going to say no, because they weren't calling it a WordPress LMS at the time. I was the only one calling it that. Yeah. And then now, if you Google WordPress LMS, you'll get themes yeah. and everything. Yeah. So yeah. I'm going to say no. Uh, they, I don't think I was on the radar in the least <laughs> bit. Yeah,
1: from a consumer's point of view, I was researching WordPress course plugin. And the whole online course scene was exploding in 2012. All the big online marketers were making truckloads of money selling digital courses. I mean, Udemy was exploding. Right. You know, Linda was exploding. There were all these platforms. You know, um, Chase Jarvis started uh, Live, You know, that, that whole movement was coming. And so it just made sense that WordPress that the WordPress theme and plugin authors were eventually going to catch on. And um, LearnDash just happened to be the first one that I downloaded. I, I saw it and said, okay, we're going to take this for a spin, download it, used it, and just went, well... We're done now. Like I don't need to try any of the others because this one's not broken. So I'm just going to use this. And I could see <laughs> that it wasn't broken. You know, I could see <laughs> that it had. I could see that it had some iterations to go through, and I see. I could see that it had some improvements for sure. But it just worked out of the box. You know, like. Is LearnDash really the easiest LMS to use for WordPress?
0: What we tried to do uh, when we created it initially was to use as much of the standard WordPress way. Doing things, so it's just custom post types. You can create a blog post, you can create a course, and there's been, um, I, I think, you know, most do that too. But I've seen others that don't, and they have like custom wizard, pages, and stuff. And I think that's just, it's almost like you have to learn another platform. So uh, that helps. Um, you know, we use standard taxonomies, categories, all that stuff, and you know, just some options on the page. So we have, we have people that do come over and, you know, from comp- competition and say, "Wow, you're so much easier." Yeah. Um, The bigger thing, uh, the ease of use was was part of it. The bigger thing was just being compatible. I wanted max compatibility um, and meaning with themes, so like you could use any theme you wanted or any theme framework, and LearnDash you could just slide it right in. So I was kind of obsessed with that piece, more so than like like the ease of use kind of approach.
1: What are the future trends in the e-learning space?
0: So the e-learning industry is huge. It's blowing up. Uh, This past year, uh, and it keeps growing in how much market worth it is. This past year, the driver of that growth was mobile learning. Uh, And think about it. We have our phones all the time uh, and and tablets and whatnot. People aren't necessarily sitting and clicking through a course anymore. Uh, Mobile learning is just going to explode, and it's going to carry the e-learning industry. And We know this, and we're already making plans for how LearnDash can be part of that. Interesting. Came in the loop, man.
1: Where does LearnDash fit into the market today?
0: That's a great question. Um, Small to medium business for sure. Um, You know, I've been consulting for 3M. Probably not going to be for 3M or or Dow Chemical or any of those folks. But, uh, you know... it's not a sense of when i say it's not right for those folks it's not a sense of the user like the number of users that's not the issue it's just the complexities that are part of businesses and conglomerates that you need to accommodate for with the roles of these different uh, with employees and their training paths so by way of example you know digital marketer uh, ryan dice's platform uh, they use learn uh, and they have tons of people going through courses and mm-hmm. uh, they you know they didn't really have a problem um, so yeah, I think, uh, but if it's going to be a traditional business sense, you know, small, medium, medium-sized business, um, for sure, I think is, is certainly a viable option. We get a lot of people coming over because they're paying $20,000 retainer fees on their own yeah. 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 Uh And I think, man, we get, yeah, how do I get a piece of that? No, I mean, <laughs> but it's, well, that uh, puts you back into the consulting world. Yeah, right? I know. Pretty soon I'm doing the same thing all over again. Yeah. Um,
1: hey, if there was one thing you could fix in the next seven days, what would it be? Next seven days? Yeah, Jeez. I've got a magic wand behind here. We
0: have like eight things in the hopper, like that we haven't released, and with because we're so obsessed with getting ProPanel two out, and we finally got it out. And then like when you get it out, then you have to usually do like a you know iteration or two. Um, so now that we've got that done, it's the end of the year. But next seven days, like we have, I wish we could just get all the testing done on those, so that when we hit twenty seventeen, we don't even have to do anything. We just like s- select the or date,
1: ship it ship it, nice. ship it. So, uh, that would be great awesome cool well man thank you so much for coming in and spending some time with us i'm saying under the weather i'm not hey. going to shake this <laughs> part <hey>, <laughs> thank you christina thank you awesome thanks guys cheers